It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. You're listening to the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. It's back-to-back hockey. SAP Center in San Jose tonight is the place. The Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers and the final home game of calendar year 2023. It's amazing that we're at the end of 2023, Drew, and it has been a rather interesting year, to say the least. Uh, what else does 2023 bring out for you? Oh, boy. It's, it has been a difficult year for, for Sharks fans. I've, that's the one thing that, that has, has struck me. The, 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 very, um, the very different times it is now versus the times it was when, when the Sharks were the Sharks and were contender. Uh, but we see the Sharks fans stick with us. Um, you know, every, every, every team says, we got the greatest fans in the world, and so I'll, I'll echo that. We have the greatest fans in the world. They're sticking with us. They're, they're understanding where the Sharks are, and, and they're being as patient as, as you can be. The other thing is the new direction of the San Jose Sharks, a complete, really, embrace of what they need to do and how they need, how they need to do it in order to get there. They're the corporate or team philosophy of short-term pain for long-term gain. Hopefully, short-term pain for long-term gain. Well, how long is short-term? Exactly. That's the question. That's the question, exactly. So it's, it's this, from 2023, January 1 to January, or to December 31st, it is, um, it is a complete change of what the San Jose Sharks philosophy is on developing a hockey team. There were bits and pieces of it before, but since Mike Greer has taken over, they fully embrace this rebuild, remodel, or build more than anything. It's build, it's not rebuild. Yeah. And then the other, the other part of it too is, you say bits and pieces uh, back in previous years. I agree with that because there were always temptations to do this. But don't forget that for much of those, those time periods, they had two guys that were going to the Hockey Hall of Fame on their team, and that should be key components of a Stanley Cup. Of course, we're talking about Patrick Marlowe and Joe Thornton. And so I think that there was an element of trying to hold it together for as long as you could. The Islanders did it back in the 80s when they had all those guys winning four Stanley Cups. They went for five, but it was probably time to, to move on at that point from some of those players. Every team goes through it differently, but I like the direction that the team is going, but boy, it's, it's painful at times. And last night was a good example of that where everything looked so good in the early going in the first period. Fiala turns over the puck because the Sharks were closing quickly, which is what Fabian Zetterlin told us on the air before the game that they needed to do. 
they were getting good goaltending from Kapo Kakin, and, and realistically, when things fell apart, he was their best player. Yeah. He made that big save on Kempe in the third period that is one of the best saves of the year, I think, in the NHL. And yet, uh, you know, the guys, unfortunately, just didn't have the ability to close up and stop that bleeding when they had the opportunity to do it. And how do you do that? Well, it's a great question. I, so we heard today killing plays. You got to kill plays, kill plays, kill plays. So basically, I talked to David Quinn, because I always like to get this specifically, what do you mean? And David Quinn said, you have to arrive on time. You can't be a step behind so a guy gets there before you and is able to protect the puck. When he gets to the puck, defensively, you got to get to the puck. You have to arrive on time. And then that allows you to get your man up against the boards, up against the glass, and then support comes in. And you start, if you separate the defensive zone into quadrants, because that's what coaches do, you take care of your quadrant. By taking care of your quadrant, you get to the puck at the same time as your opponent, you put them up against the boards of the glass, you get help over there, and bang, the puck comes out the other way. So that's killing plays. That's, that is not allowing that, the, the offense to get that cycle game going. They did it early in the game yesterday. First period, they did it really well. And then they didn't. They stopped doing it and allowed LA to have all that time and the high cycle they like to run, the low work down along the boards they like to run. And tonight, against the Edmonton Oilers, it's difficult because you've got Connor McDavid who can keep plays alive. You've got Zach Hyman who gets in and burrows in and is able to get four check. Leon is a little bit more of a cerebral. He stays in the outside, just finds a way to get open. But the key is arriving on time and being physical when you get there. But also, you can't get demoralized when you are a split second late. You have to find ways to maybe delay the opportunity, as Brett Hedekin likes to talk about. I think the classic example for me was on the goal 13 seconds after the first one because it was back behind the net. Studnika's got it on his stick. All he had to really do was eat it. Even though he knew he didn't have a play, he tried to make one, and Ferraro couldn't you know, stop the puck. It went off his stick, out in front. Trevor Lewis backhands it in. I heard somebody say that was Kakinen's fault. Not a chance. Not I mean, all. and so to me, it's how you react to the challenge, and also when you're in the, shall we say, thicket of things, you don't let things get you down. You have to keep playing. And there are a couple of guys that keep playing on this team, and there are more now than, than at the beginning of the year. That's the good news. But last night, I think it was Capo Kakinen who was the best player of the team when things were really bad. Mario Ferraro was on a nice run. He continues to work, and a few others. But uh, I, I really would have liked to have seen a, a few more guys at, with, that, with that kind of mindset. Well, a couple things to talk about there. Let's go back to the play that was the, the goal. Stanika has the puck. And what did David Quinn just tell us a few minutes ago? Hold on to the puck. Like, have the confidence if you do not to rush it away right away. Well, yeah, he's not moving and the guy's moving at him. So just, you know, if you can't do it, then eat it. Eat it. Hold on to the puck. Protect it. But get skating first if you can. The second part is about not getting down. We asked David Quinn that as well this morning. About feelings. Do you, do you care about their feelings? No. Your job is to, your job as a, as a player, is to help make the team better. Your job is to make an impact. Your job is to be better so the team is better. Help your teammates. That's how you 
get yourself out of this. That's how you don't feel bad about losing six in a row. That's how you stay where your feet are. We've got a fascinating scenario tonight because Mackenzie Blackwood, who normally would have been the starting goaltender, is not available. He was sick yesterday. And so uh, while we were doing the morning skate, in fact, we were looking over there saying, wait a minute, that's Blackwood's equipment, but it doesn't look like him. It turned out that it was Thomas Spear, goalie coach, but he can't play again tonight. And that means Magnus Krohn is going to get his first NHL start against McDavid and Dreisaitl. Now, I have seen this happen thousands of times, maybe not thousands, but hundreds maybe, where everybody counts the team out because of the situation. Wade Flaherty going in in game six against Calgary. Everybody talks about game seven, but game six, everybody said, well, Urbe's not playing well. Flaherty is this young guy. He's not going to do anything. It's over. And all of a sudden, he comes up with a big effort. Uh, I remember Troy Grosnick coming in. First NHL game, gets a shutout, 45 saves. I think we might actually see something like that from Magnus Krona knock on every piece of aluminum possible <laughs> since we're in aluminum seating right now. But this is his first NHL start. He's won a national championship at the NCAA level. He's been playing in the American League for a team that's below 500. Let's see what happens. I think it's going to be fascinating. Fascinating is the right word, for sure. I, I think it's a very um, bold decision. I think it's a big picture decision. And I do like it's like, here is your opportunity. It's a huge challenge, but it's also a huge opportunity for Magnus. It's also a real push to the rest of the team to make oh, sure yeah. that they're responsible Good in point. front of him. Good point, right, great point. But hey, you got this kid back there, help him out, do your job. It's going to be interesting. We're on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time. Brett Hedekin and I will have the call of the Sharks against the Edmonton Oilers. Until then, that's it for the morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks audio network.